There were a few times in my career when I had no idea what I wanted to do. I remember feeling like I was all out of sorts and confused, all while watching my friends and colleagues appear as if they had it all together. Can you relate? In this episode, I'm going to ask you four questions to help you gain greater career clarity, help you get out of your professional rut, and get you building your mid-career GPS to whatever is next for you and your career. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 148 of the Mid-Career GPS Podcast. I'm your host, John Nerrill. I help mid-career professionals who feel stuck, undervalued, and underutilized show up to find a job they love or love the job they have by using my proven four-step formula. This episode is all about helping you with your career clarity, and it is a major component to building your mid-career GPS. You know you're struggling with your career clarity when you aren't happy with what you're doing or you're feeling frustrated that there needs to be something more in your career. Look, we all go through it. You may have had these feelings when you were just starting out. And if you're a later professional, you might be wondering what's that next chapter for your career as well. It's a natural part of your career progression. And what we need to acknowledge here is that there is a way to figure this out and not shame, guilt, or beat yourself up in the process. There are four parts to building your mid-career GPS. The first part is all about preparation, and it's where career clarity lives. The other parts are positioning yourself strategically in the marketplace, Step three is promoting who you are and what you do. And step four is defining how you want to show up. But when you are unclear about your career path, things happen. Like, for example, if you've ever been frustrated with where your career is headed, have you ever felt a lack of focus? Have you lost sleep? Have you felt lethargic or felt like you had less energy? Were you more impatient with your colleagues, your friends, your family? Did you walk around feeling like you weren't satisfied and you couldn't exactly figure out what that was, but you knew something was out of place? And for some mid-career professionals who go through a, a period of career clarity or a lack of career clarity, they might also feel like time is running out. These things happen when our career and our life are in a state of imbalance. And I want to offer you here that our brains work very quickly, and it wants to quickly find a solution. So our brain works in this rapid fire progress to figure out, oh, it's got to be this. And you think it's the resume. Or you think it has something to do with your LinkedIn. Or you think if you just interviewed a little differently, yeah, if you just interviewed a little differently, it would all make sense. But it doesn't. You try doing those things and 
more often than not, you just feel more frustrated because you haven't done the work to figure out exactly where you want your career to go. Now, if you're unhappy in your career or you're frustrated with where it's not going, this is not a time to shame or guilt yourself. And my friends, barriers up. If you have family members that love to interject their opinions about what you should be doing with your life and career, barriers up. If you have friends that love giving you advice, but you don't want it, you got to find a way to politely and respectfully tell them, I'm good. I've got a plan in place. Taking time to figure out what's next and work on that career clarity is one of the things I absolutely appreciate and love about my work with my clients. All of them are excited about figuring out whatever is going to be next. They're willing to do the work. They're willing to go through the whole process about building their mid-career GPS. And it makes them vulnerable. I ask them to do some pretty deep things in our coaching work so they can find that job they love or love the job they have. Some people come to me and they're pretty stressed. If you've been a victim of a recent layoff, or if you are fearful that you might be laid off in the next 90 days, there can be a sense of urgency to figure things out and get to that next job so you have that box checked. I'm going to divert for a second. So when we talk about bridge jobs, bridge jobs are those positions that we take that essentially make the connection between what we are currently doing and what we ultimately want to be doing. Sometimes bridge jobs are considered laterals. For example, if you're a project manager and you don't want to do project management, but you need to do it to pay the bills, you might take a job as a project manager in another company while you work on your career clarity to figure out exactly what it is you ultimately want to do. There's nothing wrong in that. Look, we all have bills. We all have things to pay. And, and that's important. We have to honor that in these conversations. But if you're struggling with your career clarity and you want some help, it's why you're listening to this episode. Because right now, I am going to share with you four questions you must ask yourself so you can have greater career clarity about what's next for you and your career. Here goes. Here's number one. Question one, what do I like to do? I want you to think about the kind of work that lights you up. You get up in the morning and you feel like you get to go to work rather than you have to go to work. You know you're engaged and invested in the work that you do every day because you realize it is making an impact in something larger. Now, I am not, when I say that, I am not saying that this is, you know, go work for your favorite nonprofit and change the world. That's not that. It can be without question. But what it can also be is you adding value in your organization because you know you are needed. 
You know that your skills, when I did training and staffing development, I knew every day when I went into work, there were people in that organization that I had an opportunity to help by whatever training and professional development I was creating. That is a powerful thing. I taught middle school mathematics for 14 years. I enjoyed it so much. I loved that chapter in my career. But my friends, I will tell you, when I was ready to get out of the classroom, I was done. I was done. It was time for me to move on and do something else. So what do you like to do? Question two, what are you great at doing? You might be great at doing something, but don't like doing it. And so that's okay. But if you have a particular skill set, if you are a whiz at Excel and you're able to go in and manipulate data within an Excel spreadsheet like nobody else, my hat is off to you. If you know how to have conversations in an organization that no one wants to have, and you're great at doing that, if you are a great leader, if you are great at process improvement, if you are great at mitigating risk, or if you are great at whatever it is that you do, I want to acknowledge for a moment that is your genius. That is the thing you do better than anybody else. That is the thing that people know you for and they seek you out because they're like, hey, I need you to help me with this. If you like to do that and you are great at doing it, that is a great big step towards your career clarity. I have worked with people that have phenomenal skill sets and they're like, I just don't want to do that anymore. And I can completely relate to it. I know, I was going to say I believe, but I'm going to stand very confidently here. I know I was a great middle school mathematics teacher. I just didn't like doing it anymore. What are you great at doing? And when you think about that, then question three is ultimately one of the most difficult questions you have to answer. Because question three is, who needs my help? Who needs my help? There are people out there that are looking for someone just like you. Now, if you are actively looking for a job and you are on the job boards, you're on LinkedIn or Indeed or Monster, any of the other wonderful job boards that are out there, and you are looking at job postings, I will tell you that the default is you will look at the job posting and you will automatically begin to evaluate whether or not you can do those duties and responsibilities. Do I have this? Do I have this experience? Have I led people? Am I proficient in this technical skill? Your brain will want to check off every single little thing and start making a score for you about whether or not you can do that job or not. I want you to flip the script. I want you to look at a job posting. I want you to look at those responsibilities and say to yourself, can I help them do that? And if you can look at those responsibilities and say, I can help them do that. 
I've done that. I can help them do that. Because you have the experience to do that, right? If let's say you are looking at a position with, um, oh, let's just say something like CAD drawings. Oh, I could help them with that, but you've never done that. No, no, no. We're not talking about learning a skill here and leveling up. You are helping someone because you have the technical expertise and training that they are going to need that they're outlining in the job description. Now, when you think about who needs your help, you may need to network for it. You may not find that position on a job board somewhere. And so if you have to network for it, I want you to know there is magic in having the conversations and getting curious about what people need and who you can help and what you can help them with. I've got several wonderful networking podcast episodes and conversations. If you are new to my podcast and you have not followed or subscribed on your platform, I'm going to kindly ask you to do that. But I want you to also go back. For example, just a few episodes ago, had a great uh, episode with Frank Agan about networking that that episode is doing very, very well. I invite you to go and take a listen to that as well. Frank is a genius when it comes to networking. You may have to network for that job when you think about who needs your help. But I also want you to think about this. Where are you a unicorn? Where do you stand out amongst everybody else? When you think about the value you're bringing to an organization and what you can offer, where are you the unicorn? Unicorns in the workplace are special. They have a very specialized skill set and talent. I have been in roles where I have been the unicorn. When you know where you're the unicorn, you network intent more intentionally, you interview more specifically, you know exactly what it is you want and what you don't. Your career clarity gets to be so crystal clear that you end up having non-negotiables for what you will not waver when it comes to your career. Question one was, what do I like to do? Question two, what am I great at doing? Question three, who needs my help? And lastly, question four, what do I want to do? This is your career. You get to decide. There are no wrong answers here. You get to go after and pursue whatever it is that you want in your career. You're the one that's going to be doing it. Not your family that's criticizing you that, you know, yeah, you should be happier in a job. Go find something you're better suited at or take this safe route, whatever that is. Your friends, they're not the ones who are doing your work. You are doing your work day in and day out. More than likely, you are spending somewhere between 35 and 50 hours a week, on average, at your job. More time, admittedly, than what you're actually spending with your family, in most cases, because you got to get some sleep in there somehow. You need to be happy with what you're doing. You deserve this. 
you are worth being able to be in a job that you love and get excited about going to every day. I love what I get to do. If you told me when I was graduating college with a psychology degree and went to go teach at a private all-girls Catholic high school, that I would end up being an executive and career transition coach with a podcast, I would have laughed at you. Nah, it's not going to be my life. I am happier in my career than I've ever been. I love what I get to do every single day. And I work with people that wake up in the morning and they are excited about going to work. They are excited about what the future holds for them, for getting those same feelings about waking up in the morning and excited because they get to go to work and they get to work with amazing people and they get to do great work and they get to make an impact and they make great money doing it or they make the money they need to make in their life, whatever that is. So my friends, if you are struggling with your career clarity and you want some help, here's a few things. So one, if you go to my website at johnnerrell.com, you can download my free guide. It is called Five Mistakes Mid-Career Professionals Make and Need to Stop Doing. It's going to give you some additional thoughts about helping you build your career clarity. It's also going to get you into my email community. If you want to learn a little bit more about figuring out that job you love and going after it and how to evaluate that, I have a process called Four Fs. It's about fit, function, finance, and forward. And I actually dropped an episode on the premium side of this podcast last month. So you can go to the Mid-Career GPS uh, the Mid-Career GPS podcast.buzzsprout.com. It is linked up in the show notes as well, but you can go there and you can subscribe to my podcast for as little as $3 a month. That's the premium side. This stuff continues to stay free. But if you want a little bit more, you want some more in-depth training, go to the premium side of the podcast. You can link up to that in the show notes as well. I don't do this on every episode, but I am compelled to do this here. And that is this. I am going to put a link to my calendar in the show notes. If you want help in building your career clarity, if you want to learn a little bit more about how I can help you as your coach, I want you to go ahead and book a 15-minute get-to-know-you call on my calendar. It's right at the top of the scheduling link. We're going to have a conversation. It is not a coaching consult. It is not anything more than an opportunity for us to get to know each other. And if we feel like there's some good fit and you want to know more about coaching and stuff, we'll have another call. But you can check the show notes to book that call as well. Your four questions again about helping you build your career clarity. What do I like to do? What am I great at doing? Who needs my help? What do I want to do? You, just by listening to this podcast, you are taking steps to figure out your career clarity. And just like that, it's just like building your mid-career GPS because you'll build your mid-career GPS one mile or one step at a time and how you show up matters. I wish you a great rest of the day and here's to you and your career clarity. Take care. 
Thank you for listening to the Mid-Career GPS Podcast. Make sure to follow on your favorite listening platform. And if you have a moment, I'd love to hear your comments on Apple Podcasts. Visit johnnarrow.com for more information about how I can help you build your mid-career GPS or how I can help you and your organization with your next workshop or public speaking event. Don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on social at John Narrow Coaching. I look forward to being back with you next week. Until then, take care and remember how we show up matters. Matters.